Hi, and welcome to the Passive Income and Chill podcast. This show is dedicated to entrepreneurs and side hustlers of the modern African diaspora, whose goal is to create success and wealth through passive income and online business. I'm your host, Nana Alice Nayarko, and every week I interview some of the most successful people in our community so you can learn the strategies to build your own passive income empire, all with a dash of balance and a healthy mindset. Let's get into today's show. All right, everyone, thank you for joining me and welcome to the Passive Income and Chill podcast. My name is Nana Alice Nayarko, and today I'm so excited to have Miss Kenya Kelly on. Hopefully I said your name correctly. You did. Um, <laughs> awesome, awesome. So I'm so excited to have you share. She is the queen of TikTok <laughs> and um, has a host of other great skills. So I'm excited to hear all about what you do. So let us let us know what it is that you do. Yeah. So right now what we do in our business is we teach uh, female coaches and course creators how to use TikTok marketing to generate leads and ultimately increase their revenue. Awesome. Okay. So for someone who is petrified of TikTok, <laughs> <laughs> like I have been for, for some time, what advice would you have, especially if they're coming from Okay, so what advice would you have for someone who's coming from the Instagram world and then because I know the platforms are very different and then someone who really has no like video experience when it comes to social media? Yeah, so a person that has no video experience, they probably are definitely afraid uh, because video marketing has been around for, for quite a bit of time now. And so if a person is afraid to get on video or whatever, then, you know, I'm also a minister. And so part of me, I have to say like, you know, what is the reason why you are hesitant to get on video? Like what is happening on the inside of you? Um, mm -hmm. is it that you just don't like video? Is it that you don't like to see yourself on camera? Is it some self-esteem type of things, but like really getting down to the root of, why don't you actually like video? Because mm -hmm. until you get to the root of that, no, no matter what I teach about TikTok, it won't make sense. It, it won't do it because you've got to figure out why don't you want to get on video? Um, but if a person is coming from the Instagram world, then it should be a little, a little bit of an easier transition, especially now that there's Instagram reels. But most people at this point have been creating Instagram stories, right? Because mm -hmm. stories have been out forever. And right. so- those of us that have been doing stories, you know, you can record a 15 second story, 30 seconds, 45, 60 seconds or whatever easily. And so TikTok is, it's very similar to that in the sense of it's a short piece of content. I think that people get, you know, petrified of TikTok because there's so much happening on the platform. There's so many buttons. That's like me when God told me to get on TikTok. I was like, what is going on here? Like, what are all these buttons? Like, who are all these people? Yeah. Um, and so I had the like, there was the tech side of what is this? What's going on? How do I behave here? But when I started kind of looking at it as an extension of Instagram, but a lot more fun, then it got mm -hmm. easier for me. Okay, so let's backtrack. I kind of went in hard, but tell us your story. Like, how did you <laughs> even get to TikTok? Like, how did that come about? Yeah, so I'm somebody who prays. And so when mm -hmm. the pandemic hit at the beginning of 2020, I was praying because I always pray and ask Jesus for business strategies. 
and I heard him tell me to get onto TikTok. Now I thought it was the dumbest thing that I honestly <laughs> have ever heard because nobody I knew was talking about TikTok. Nobody I knew was on TikTok except for my friend Shalene Johnson. And mm. back in like 2018, she did what with uh, what's called the Baby Shark Challenge, some little dancing challenge. So mm -hmm. that's the only thing I knew about TikTok. And so, but because I know God created the whole world, I said, well. If he's giving me this strategy, there's something on this that I don't understand. And so my job is to go full force and I'll figure it out. And so that's how I got there. Oh, wow. Okay. So before, before you prayed to God and got on TikTok, what was your business beforehand? Like what yeah. was it that you were doing? So we were doing a, a brand consulting and design work. I have a business called If You Brand It. And so people were paying me for consulting on how to market their businesses, how to brand themselves. And then they would hire us to design their websites, their logos and things of that nature. Okay. Okay. Cool. Nice. So you had this business going and then God told you, hey, transition. Let's go to TikTok, this weird new platform, which now has been around how many years? Oh, uh, it's actually was uh, 2016. It used to be called Musically, and then TikTok oh. bought it, and then yeah. I had no clue. Okay, so mm -hmm. it's been around for a little bit. Okay, yeah, it's not it's not so brand new, but it's just brand new to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so how did you kind of get comfortable with TikTok? <laughs> uh, by being extremely uncomfortable. So. In 2020, most people were dealing with um, the death of George Floyd, me included. Um, mm -hmm. People were arguing on social media about all the things. And I was in an office trying to figure out the buttons on TikTok. And so, because it was like, I was having these moments in time where I was like, so frustrated what was happening with the world. And God just kind of said to me, I need you to focus. Focus on TikTok. Stop being so overly emotional in this moment. And so I just said, okay. I grabbed my phone and I said, every day I'm going to just try to figure out what in the world is going on with TikTok. And I would create a video and try a button. And then I would try another thing and I would try another thing. And so I have a lot of really, really bad TikTok videos that are currently resurfacing right now on TikTok. And I'm like, oh God, you know, because I was just. I was just trying to figure it out. You know, I wasn't somebody who was going to wait for a tutorial, wait for permission of somebody. I said, you know, I had this moment where I said, TikTok is not going to get the best of me because I felt so old. And so I just didn't know what I was doing. And I said, this is not going to get the best of me. I'm going to give this thing six months. And mm -hmm. so I just committed every day to try something on the platform for six months. And that's how I got comfortable. Nice. You said two things that really stuck out to me. One, that um, you weren't waiting for permission or waiting for a tutorial. You just went in and learned it. And I think that is so key because, of course, I'm a huge co uh, fan of coaches. I'm a coach, you're a coach. But uh, I have found myself and I have even seen in others where you are just sitting on the sidelines waiting for someone to show you how to do it or you get taught, but then you don't actually implement. Like yeah. I, I have done this myself where, you know, you buy a course or something and if you don't implement it, you're not actually going to get the results. The best results I've seen in my life from working with coaches or consultants or courses or anything is when I actually take action. So like you can't sit around waiting um, right. for it to happen because it just mm -hmm. it won't. And then the other thing you said was, what did you say? You said uh, TikTok is not going to get the best of me. Girl, the way I be talking to these platforms sometimes, <laughs> like... <laughs> You are not going to get the best of me. Yeah, it's real. 
Yes, like you have to push through sometimes those moments of um, discomfort, especially some for some of us who are a little older. I'm, I'm not sure your age. I won't ask you to share, but I'm 41. Uh, okay, I'm 40. Yeah. Yay to the 40 crowd. Um, so, you know, when, when you get a little older or just you're not comfortable with technology, sometimes you really have to talk to yourself and have yeah. a conversation and be like, this thing is not going to get the best of me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to push through. So mm -hmm. I think that is so key. Awesome. All right. So, you know, this is passive income and chill. So tell us about some of your, in your business, um, you know, you do a few things. What are some of the passive income strategies that you use, whether in business or just in your personal life? For sure. So one of the things that we did not have, oh, was Echo, you hear that? Hear that? Okay. Uh, so one of the things we did not have, which is called uh, a slow funnel or SLO funnel, uh, which is basically where somebody, they opt in to maybe a free tool. And then there's, um, there's a product that's on the end of that, that is very low cost, but that's high value to a person. We didn't really have that in place. We had our main course and all that, and that was it. And so we recently uh, developed a slow funnel. And basically we call it the TikTok marketing bundle, where mm -hmm. someone for $36, they get access to four different trainings uh, with four different PDF templates that are high value and we don't have to do anything. So if an ad runs or they opt into something and they are able to, uh, they, they get the email to make the purchase, we're able to just make money from that all the time. Like I have an Apple watch and all the time I'll be somewhere and I'll just hear ding, 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 ding. And, people are <laughs> making the purchase. Nice. and yeah. it's a beautiful thing to serve people, but also make money. Nice. Okay. So that is your one source of um, passive income, but you also yeah. mentioned that you do have a course. Yes, well. for sure. Mm -hmm. okay. So we have a, a bigger course. It was called Monetize the Talk, and there's two versions of it. Uh, one version of it, it comes with the digital course plus eight weeks of group coaching. You know, it's high touch and all that. Uh, but then there is just the DIY version of that same course, which is you go in and it's all of my teachings about business, branding, marketing, TikTok, and all that. And it's automated. So when someone comes in contact and they purchase that, I don't have to touch them or it because it's already, it's, it's, it's a funnel. Okay. And so for someone who is interested in like a TikTok course, what does your program really go into? Yeah. So one of the things that I know is TikTok is great. And of course I love it, which is why we teach it. But I also know that as a business consultant and when I was doing branding is that a lot of people don't really have all the right things in place. They just don't. And so inside of our course, we make sure that the first thing that we do is we don't talk about TikTok. We talk about, are you clear on who your audience is? Mm -hmm. Right. Period. Not on TikTok, but, but in your business. Is your website ready for virality? Because people don't realize that you're going to go viral at some point on TikTok. It's not if, it's when. And so we make sure that they have their back end together, ready to capture emails, ready to sell low ticket products and high ticket products. Um, so we do go through all that stuff first. Then we go through all the how to's of TikTok, like tutorials where they can see me on my phone, how to grow your following, how to sell on TikTok how to position yourself to get brand deals and things of that nature. And so all of that, because, you know, TikTok is just a place where you market your business, but we want people to be ready for what's going to happen on TikTok. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that that is something that's so crucial because you don't want to be doing all this marketing. And then when finally is like, someone is finally like, oh, I love this person. I want to learn and learn more from them and buy from them. And then you're, you know, you're, 
technology, your website and all that stuff is just janky. And they're like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> I'm not interested anymore. Yeah. Or worse, even worse, you don't have a website or your product mm -hmm. or any of that stuff set up. So I think that's so important. Yeah, I saw um, a lady who was in a network marketing company and she was, um, she had like this, there's a cream you can put on your eyes. And if you have bags in two minutes, your bags are like, like gone. And so she recorded the video. She posted it on TikTok. She went super viral, millions of views. She had no link. So all these people wanted to make a purchase and they couldn't. She lost all of that. And I, I saw people on TikTok who in 2020 went super viral, made a bunch of money, but they captured no emails. Mm -hmm. And so now they're like, they've got these big warehouses. They thought their business was in place, but they, their business wasn't ready. They went viral. They didn't have an actual funnel set up. Yeah, that's something that I wanted to bring up because I have heard other people mention this, like one of the differences sometimes between Instagram and TikTok um, is that Instagram, well, before a lot of the changes, you have more of a community and a following, right? Like mm -hmm. people see your stuff more, whereas on TikTok, um, there are just so many creators and so many, like, I guess the way it's set up, like I have to kind of almost go out of my way to see the people that I want to see consistently. So do you feel like you can still build a community on TikTok or is that really not its purpose? No, I feel like it's the same. I feel like it's actually a lot easier to build a community mm -hmm. on TikTok because TikTok has, um, they have the, the following page, right? Okay. So if you are, if you follow me on TikTok and you literally want to see the people that you want, that you follow, you just click on following. And now everybody you're following, that's who's going to be in that feed. They're not on the for you feed like that, which is the second page, but the mm -hmm. following feed is a lot easier. Whereas on Instagram, there isn't that feed. It's like, there's the one feed. It's just, I think that a lot of people, because they don't understand TikTok yet, they think, oh, it's harder. It's harder. And it's like, well, it's actually a little bit easier. Well, so I'm, I'm coming around to it myself. I have like, <laughs> <laughs> just telling all my business, but you know, I have started playing around with it a little and I do see some of the ease just in creating, like yeah, yeah. just in creating. I don't want to talk bad about Instagram because Instagram is bae. Instagram has helped me make you know, six figures and all that yeah. good stuff. But just with the ease sometimes of creating in TikTok, I do see its benefits. So I'm, you know, yeah. learning a little bit more. It's just, like you said, it's got a lot of buttons. And if you've been in the Instagram world now for like 10 years, yeah. it's just a different transition, right? Yeah, so. that's exactly how I felt. That's why I felt so old on TikTok because I was like, what is going on? But I committed to it. And then when Reels came out, I was like, oh, this is a bootleg version of TikTok. Mm -hmm. And then YouTube Shorts and Pinterest Idea Pins. I'm like, oh, they're all just copying. So they're all behind with TikTok or even with Instagram makes an update. I'm like, oh, got it because that's already on TikTok. Now I can, you know, mm -hmm. move a little faster. Hmm, okay. So you focus, well, obviously to focus the majority of your business on TikTok, but do you still advocate for, cause I found you on Instagram. Do you yeah. still advocate for, you know, working on those other platforms? Yeah. So we actually make more of our money from obviously from our email list. Um, mm -hmm. but we, we built our business on Facebook and Instagram. So those are still our biggest bang for our buck, right? Period. Mm -hmm. But we create just equally on TikTok, right? So we're not like spending more time on TikTok than Instagram. No, we're like, we already know that this is a giant over here. The business people that we coach are here. We know where they are. Um, so we spend a lot of time on Instagram, but we also spend like the equal amount of time uh, on TikTok. And so I, you know, 
until this year, you know, I was teaching people to just repurpose your TikTok content, remove the watermark and put it on Instagram. Uh, but I started to notice that the metadata associated with my TikTok videos, Instagram knows that mm. this video is a TikTok video, even though the watermark is gone. And uh. so now I'm teaching people like, okay, so we're going to start recording our content in our camera roll. And then we will put those on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube shorts and all that stuff there. Uh, so that way we're still only creating one piece of content, right? But then we're just distributing it um, to the other platforms. Yeah, I mean, that, so I, I love that that's what you teach because kind of figuring out those small tips and nuances can make your content creation so much easier. And yeah. I think for a lot of people, that's what gets in the way. For some people, it's not that they don't feel uncomfortable or that they feel uncomfortable being on camera. It's not even that. It's more so like, okay, there are all these different platforms. Yeah. How yeah. do I actually physically get it created in a way that is not going to cause burnout and overwhelm? Because that's something you want to definitely avoid with social media. And it's, mm -hmm. it's a huge part of business now. So for a lot of us, this is if you want your business to grow, this is what you do, but you also want to avoid, right, that overwhelm and that mm -hmm, burnout mm -hmm. that many of us creators have experienced before in the past. Yeah. So one of the things that I would say about that is, I mean, I'm, I'm already in a habit of being heavily on social media, but I'm, I'm in the process of like doing less or whatever. Um, but what I would say to a person is if you go, okay, this is my batch recording day, I'm going to record 20 videos in general and these 20 videos over the next two weeks. Well, then you can either hire a VA to assist you with um, editing the videos or whatever, or you just batch record them that day. And then the next day is where you're like, you're going, okay, this is the day where I'm taking the video I recorded and I'm going to put them on Instagram reels and put them on TikTok in the drafts. And I'll write the text on screen. That's my thing for that day. And then the next day you're just hitting post, 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 but being more strategic with it. That way you're not having to record content every single day uh, mm -hmm. and all that. Like I'm getting in the habit of like once a week, bringing in multiple pieces of clothing into my office and shooting multiple things. Uh, but also one thing that I started to do was I made a list of different topics that I'm going to record. And because I change clothes every day, I'm like, I'm going to record 10 videos today, just sitting in front of my camera. Um, boom. And it's done. Like, and I'm just, that's it. And I'm go back to work, you know, that way I don't burn out. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on like the trending audios and things like that? So, you know, one of the things that I have found challenges with in terms of recording outside of some of the apps is I want to use these fun, cute little audios. I actually sometimes like to do lip syncs and things like that. Um, but I don't always want to be on the app. So what what would be your suggestion for that? Or what are your thoughts on trending audios, period? Yeah, well, the, the short form video marketing thing right now is heavy on the audios, like, you know, the lip syncs and all that type of stuff. So if a person is saying, hey, I don't want to always be on the app, then that person has to go, well, I can't do many trending audios. They had to, they, you're going to have to just make the decision that like, here's what I'm wanting but here's my thing. You got to like, you're, you're battling with yourself. You got to make a decision. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But also, uh, because we all we all spend time just scrolling on the apps in general because we're just scrollers. Um, what you could be doing is every time you see something, just hit save on it and hit save. That's what I do all the time on TikTok. And I just save all this stuff. And so then the day where I'm feeling like creating, 
Then I am batch recording all the things that I saved into my drafts. And I'm doing mm-hmm. that on Reels and I'm doing that on TikTok. Um, but you don't have to use the trending audios to have success by any means. Um, because if we're coaches and we're teaching people, they don't want to be taught through a lip sync of Kim Kardashian. I love Kim Kardashian, but they want to be taught and they're going to buy your courses or whatever because you're actually talking and teaching in your videos. And so mm-hmm. if you know that that's how the purchase is going to be made, then focus on that more than the audio, the training audios. Yeah, I think that's so key. I think I think um, for me and for a lot of people, having a mix, because like yeah. you said, you're not really quite educated. Of course, you can do the most, the best you can to educate, even with those trending audios, but you're, you know, direct the camera, actually teaching and educating someone is going to be what may be the thing that hooks them into wanting to work with you. Yeah. I mean, I've never bought into anybody's coaching consulting program with a trending audio. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, girl, what do you know? Tell me what you know. Then that's going to make me inbox you, not you falling on the floor. Even though I do all of the four videos, I do them all the time. Yeah. That doesn't make me any money. Right, right. Okay, so this is, um, I have two more questions for you, actually. Yeah. How can you, so there's all this talk. Some people say we are, some people say we aren't in a recession. recession. Yes. So what would you suggest to people in this season of how to recession-proof their business? How to recession, you're laughing, how to recession-proof you know, their, their TikTok um, strategy or even whatever it is that they're trying to do. Yeah. So because I'm a minister, first thing I'm going to say is you need to be praying, mm-hmm. right? Um, because I don't know where everybody is in their religious journey and that's cool wherever you are, but somebody going to have to help you. If you have never been through a recession, somebody has got to help you. And so whomever your God, whatever, you need to be pulling on somebody to get some help. You need some wisdom, right? Because everybody's going to tell you all types of things, but you need some divine assistance. That's first. Second thing I would say is it's time to make sure you're diversifying how you're, how you're making money. Right. Because for me, I've been a a coach, a coach and course creator for a while. Uh, But once I started going viral on TikTok and growing my following, big brands started to reach out. Like one brand paid me $9,000 for one 15 second video. Right. And I I was, yeah. And I wasn't an influencer until TikTok. And so I've been telling people, you know, like one outside of a recession, it's time to start working with some of these brands, but also because a recession is here or whatever, allow yourself to generate additional revenue in other ways, you know? Um, but also I would say it's time to, you know, just monitor your spending. You know what I mean? Like there was, uh, something somebody wanted me to come to and cost like probably twelve, twelve hundred $1,200 or $1,500. I could spend it. Absolutely. But I said, wait, wait, where are we? What's happening Mm -hmm. in the world right now? Mm -hmm. Uh, Where is my family from a financial standpoint? If something goes down, um, I'm not going to let them starve. I'm going to step in and make sure that they're taken care of. So my job is to make sure that I have more reserve than normal because Mm -hmm. I may have to step in to help family or neighbors or whatever could happen. You know what I mean? So that's kind of like my stance on things, but I would definitely be diversifying how you're making money. You should do that anyway, you know, but that's what I would be doing. I love it. You said two things that stood out. One, um, if you've never been in a recession before, because I think a lot of new creators or just people, if you're, if you weren't an adult working in the last recession you really have no idea what it and you were of the same age so we were 
working yeah. adults. We were actually fairly newly working adults. And I mean, honestly, I, I've been through the dot-com recession. I was in college, but kind of, you know, when I graduated, that was like the thing. Uh, then the housing crisis recession and now this this one. And so I think you what you said is have that wisdom um, and be praying because, you know, not fear-based or anything, but just making sure that you are being mindful about your expenses and your spending and what, what it is that you're doing and being mindful about making sure that you're increasing that income um, yep. through various ways that you can, right? So for instance, I'm, I'm also an attorney. I do not practice. It's not what I love to do. But every now and then I might pick up a case. I may pick up a job. And especially now, because I'm like, I have this skill set. Why not use it, right? Um, Incorporate that in as well. So I think that is really key. Um, Of course, I'm a huge proponent of not burning out and not doing too much, but also of what you can do to increase that income. All right. Mm -hmm. My last question for you, because I don't want to keep you on too long. What would you say or what is one book that you would recommend to the Passive Income and Chill audience? It doesn't have to be Passive Income related, but what is a book that you would recommend? Yeah, I'm really biased. Uh, the book is my book back there. It's called, it's called, oh. it's called Before You Quit Your Job, okay. uh, a strategic guide for entrepreneurs. So I, I'm teaching people how to build a business while you have a full-time job. So that I'm biased. I would say that book. Um, but the second book that I would say, which is my favorite book, is called, oh, duh. It's called The Dream Giver by Bruce Wilkinson. It's my absolute favorite book. I always buy this book and give it to people who are going on some type of journey, right? Mm-hmm. And every single person I give this book to, they either call me crying, text me crying, or just like, this is exactly what I needed. Because this is a book that it's like when you start reading it, like the, the person in the book, his name is Ordinary, who lives in the land of familiar, right? So he's like an ordinary person living in the land of familiar. And all of a sudden, one day he starts having this dream that he wants to go after, but nobody he knows has ever gone after their dreams. And so when he thinks about going after his dreams, everything happens. Their mom is like, no, don't do it. This is going to happen. Their boss, their lim- everybody's like, no, don't do it. And it's trying to keep him from doing it. And they all love him. And so the average person that is starting a business, building a business, they deal with all types of things, right? Like when, like when I told people I'm getting on TikTok, they said, that's crazy. You're not going to make any money. There was all this chatter. Like, and I was the ordinary in the land of familiar Facebook, Instagram, and mm-hmm. I'm hearing God say, no, you got to go on TikTok. But I, I met with all this resistance. And I, I mean, like so much, resi- I felt like a failure for like six months. Mm-hmm. And when I sold my first book on TikTok, you couldn't tell me nothing. It was only $20, but I was telling everybody. And then I just kept telling and telling and telling. Now everybody else making fun of me, land of familiar, ordinary is now like, help me with TikTok. So mm-hmm. that's what I would say, the dream giver. Oh. I love that. The dream giver. Okay. So the dream giver and before you quit your job. Um, And I like that because (laughs) I have jumped before the time was ready and it's not fun. (laughs) It's not fun. Um, You know, (laughs) so, all right. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much. Tell people how they can find you and reach you and know all of your goodness. 
Yeah, for sure. So make sure you guys first come follow me on Instagram at Ken Kelly. If you are on TikTok, then you can find me at Ken Kelly as well. But all of my resources, everything, including my book, is on KenyaKelly.com. That's Kenya with two E's, K-E-E-N-Y-A-K-E-L-L-Y. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kenya. All right, guys. So that is it for today. I will um, drop all of Kenya's information in the show notes as well um, or down below in the uh, comment section. So, all right. I can't wait to see you guys on the next podcast episode. And again, thank you, Kenya. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Okay, that's a good end. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, yeah, thank you. I'm so glad yeah. to talk. You know, I love talking about this stuff. Yeah, it's fun. I um, this is my third interview, so um, I, I just I'm so passionate about like just having more people in our community learn about these different strategies and things like yeah. that, finding ways to uh, make more income, especially right now. So. Super yeah. cool. I know yeah. I have messaged you so many times about TikTok. Oh, <laughs> everybody <laughs> has. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm uh, interested. I think I'll one of these days take your course, but I actually am on a um, no course purchase month. Smart. I, to your point earlier, like you just want to like look at your budget and yeah. your expenses. And I am a course junkie. Like I love oh, wow. I just love learning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, all right, I have enough courses that I actually need to finish implementing. Yeah. Um, and I usually finish my courses. Like I like to actually implement them. I was like, I have some stacked up. So let me get yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let me know if you have any questions. I will, once I launch this episode, um, I will send it out to you as well. Okay, cool. And if you know anybody looking for a podcast guest, I'm trying to get on as many podcasts as possible. Okay. I found yeah. this, I, I'm like, I've been doing some research. I found this website. I haven't joined it yet, but it was like a platform to help you get on other podcast episodes. Like to be oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'll look for it and I'll send it to you. Oh, perfect. That'd be great. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Yay. Good talking to you. You too. Bye. Bye. All right. Thanks for joining us on today's Passive Income and Chill podcast. Be sure to check the show notes and PassiveIncomeAndChill.com for any resources mentioned. And if you're ready to take the next step in your journey, feel free to join me in Passive Income Courses Academy. See you on the next episode.